Hello, this is Emmanuel Obunaya. Over the years, I've been given the opportunity by God to help many believers receive the Holy Spirit. Today, I share with you the things that have worked for me and that still work for me. Just like Paul said in Romans chapter 15 and verse 18, I will not dare to speak of anything but what Christ has done through me. When God's word on any subject is taught clearly and consistently, expectation, anticipation, and faith for what is being taught will come, and then manifestation in that direction will follow. This is why the scripture shows us that in his meetings, our Lord Jesus always taught before he ministered healing to the people. For this reason also, it's my culture to communicate the truth of scriptures on the subject of the baptism of the Holy Spirit so as to stir up expectation, anticipation, and faith in the hearts of those I want to minister it to. This has always worked for me. Sometimes I've found that the people are already filled with the Holy Spirit and are already speaking in tongues before I get to even lay my hands on them. And I'm aware that this happens because of the Word of God that they've heard. You may argue with my approach and with my methods, but you sure cannot deny my results. So the question is, why do I teach the Word of God first before I get people filled with the Holy Spirit? So number one, I start by teaching because I want them to know the truth about being baptized with the Holy Spirit and to be grounded in it. God's Word is truth. I can get them grounded and rooted in the truth. If only I can get them grounded and rooted in what God says about the subject matter. The second reason I teach first is because nothing dissolves doubt like the truth of God's Word. You know, usually many believers who are having a hard time being baptized with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues are in that case because they have lots of doubts from all kinds of wrong ideas and notions that they have learned and or inherited over the years. Only God's Word can shine light in such darkness, set the record straight, and show them the correct path. The third reason I take first is because I'm raising disciples. That's what Jesus instructed us to do. I always want to raise people who can reproduce exactly what they've experienced. So I teach how it works because I want them to know and understand how it works. It ought not to be a mystery. So to be baptized with the Holy Spirit, you need to know one or more of these things. The next thing you need to understand is that you already have the Holy Spirit because you believe in Jesus. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13, the Bible says that when you believed in Jesus, you were marked with the Holy Spirit as God's property. Like we've shown in a previous teaching, both Galatians chapter 4 verse 6 and Romans chapter 8 and verse 9 tell us that God has sent His Spirit into our hearts because we are His children and that if we didn't have the Holy Spirit, we wouldn't belong to Him. You know, it's one thing to have the Spirit of God and another thing for the Spirit of God to have you. In the first case, the Spirit allows you to take a hold of Him. You have Him on your inside. But in the latter case, you allow the Spirit to take a hold of you. This is what happens when you get baptized with the Holy Spirit. You yield to the Spirit on the inside of you to take a hold of you. Another thing you need to know as you expect to be baptized with the Holy Spirit is that God is always more ready to give to you than you are to receive. In Luke chapter 11 from verse 10 to 13, we find Jesus saying that everyone who asks receives. And he says the person who seeks finds and the one who knocks will have the door opened for him. Then Jesus begins to say if a son goes to his father and asks for bread, 
is the father going to give him a stone? Then he says, if the son asks for fish, is the father going to give him a snake? He says, what if he asks his father for an egg? Is his father going to give him a scorpion? Then in verse 13, Jesus said this. I'm reading out of the King James Version. If ye then, being evil, that is in comparison to God, man is evil, God is good. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? This scripture shows us right here that God is excited about getting people filled with the Holy Spirit. Remember that we pointed out in a previous teaching that the giving of the Holy Spirit is another expression used to connote the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So we see from what Jesus says here that God is very excited about getting people baptized with the Holy Spirit. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, the scripture says in the King James Version, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. It says that God has made it available, all things, not some things, but all things. God has made all things available. God is excited when we place a demand on what belongs to us because he has already made it available for us. When you place a demand on being filled with the Holy Spirit, you're not asking for something that is not yours. God has already said, this thing belongs to him. This thing belongs to her. It belongs to my children. So when you realize it's yours, you receive what already belongs to you. God is more excited about you having the baptism of the Holy Spirit than you ever can be about receiving it.